Hello. Welcome. You're listening now to the Pixel Podcast. I'm your host this week. My name is Ricardo, and I'm joined today by Ethan. Hello. My name is Ethan. I am also on the Pixel Podcast. Yes, conspicuous by their absence is Anders um, and no one else. So let's get on with the show. No, we're missing Matt this week. Yep. Matt is li- is going away, away. <laughs> In Hawaii, other, living his life. other tropical songs, yes, because he is pineappling it up. I don't know. That might be offensive. Uh, maybe it's offensive. It offensive. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I pi- they go pineapples there. I mean, it's, you know. Consider the coconut. Um, uh, they like spam anyway. a lot in Hawaii. That's another thing. Yeah. Uh, Spam's good, though. Man, I have never been. Have you been to Hawaii? I've never been to Hawaii. Uh, I hmm. feel like I've never been to any tropical place in all my travels. I've always been like, where do you want to go? I want to go to a cold-ass European city because I live in California. <laughs> I want to go to like a uh, cold-ass like Chicago or something. On that on that school assignment, uh, that college assignment, where did you go that time? Wasn't that oh, was that technically yeah, tropical? Or I guess that? Guatemala is technically tropical. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. It was, but I guess it was just you get distracted by the ex- the extreme poverty that you don't really get to enjoy the tropics. So yeah. it's kind of like kind of hard. It's kind of hard. Like, and you're like, chill. oh man, all these people are really chill in with bad. your 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 with your mojito. Yeah. Well, you know, people are. Uh, Struggling to S- survive, eat. yeah, <laughs> do anything uh, in a, a crippled uh, war, not war torn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's not reveal our full not knowing of you know. I've only, I've only been there. Situation. Whatever. What do you expect me to know? <laughs> and let's get to what we do know about: just having sex with ladies. <laughs> no. <laughs> what? <laughs> What we do know about is video games. We do know a lot about video games. We sure do. Yeah, yeah, we play them sometimes. You know, what I realized I, I forgot to do. I forgot to update the uh, the Twitch stuff. So uh, we probably have our old pod, old, old name podcast there. But you know what? I think it works Which because is, what is the no, no racial, racial slurs, slurs. Please respect. Please respect. So I think we're okay here. So I think, I think everything's a okay. I think that works every week. <laughs> um, All right. So so yeah. Um, I actually jumped on. We'll get this out of the way because it's the only thing we're we going to talk, talk about. Matt's not here. We could just talk about all we want. <laughs> We've talked about it, it loose. a million times. Uh, fucking Monster Hunter. But the reason why we can keep talking about Monster Hunter is that Monster Hunter keeps coming out with them good, good free updates. Yep. And yesterday. Uh, at, at the time of this recording, so uh, today is April the 19th. I think technically today was the release date, but it always releases early. Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's because it's released on Japan time. So mm, I got it, I got it. Um, yeah, uh, they released, and this was a very quick, I mean, I'm sure it wasn't a quick turnaround, but it was very quick from they announced this update was coming out, and then they were like, by the way, it's like in a couple days, so get ready for it. And that is, there is a new monster in. There's a uh, new monster. Can you say their whole, name? Uh, Kulv 
Taroth. Kulv Taroth. Kulv Taroth. I don't like that name. Who, it's hard to say. You don't like it? It's like Zero I, I just don't think. I just don't think it's uh, it's that like clever it's or like not. that like catchy. Like Devil like, Joe is these, great. Yeah, Devil Joe, Rathalos, yeah. you know, Toby Kadachi. Uh, these guys all got like kind of fun to say names. Kulv Taroth. Not that I think cool, when they get to the Elder cool. Dragons, the names kind of drop off a little bit. You got, uh, well, Zora Magdros is fun just because everyone in the yeah, story Zora says Magdros it. Yeah, Zora Magdros is great. But, but then you got Kushala Daora. Yeah, that's. Mm. Uh, you got Teostra. Teostra's okay. Nergigante's all right. Nergigante's okay. I mean, but then um, you also have um, Xenojiva, which is like, Xenogiva you look at that word and you're like, how do I and, say that? Uh, oh, rotting, rotting man. What is Val Hazak? Hazak. Hazak's alright. You know what? Maybe they are okay names. It's just very <laughs> often. Cool Taroth is probably the worst one. Yeah, Cool Taroth might be the worst name in the bunch. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of everybody else. Kind of has a. I. You know what? Odegaron is kind of hard to say. Odegaron's kind of hard to say, but I think that what's the Roly guy's name? I can't even pronounce his name. Ugdar. Uh, the U at the beginning. Uragon. Oh, wait, yeah, Uragon. Is it just Uragon? Oh. Yeah. It looks way crazier. <laughs> okay. Uragon, and then the other rolly guys, Rotobon. Rotobon, yeah. Uh, le- uh, well, Girotodus, uh I know I throw him under the bus a lot, but uh, <laughs> Jorge refuses to call him by his correct name and just calls him Jigadorus <laughs> because it was his first attempt at pronouncing the name. So his name is just Jigadorus now. Yeah. I mean, but I think that like, it's funny because, like, names like uh, Pookie Pookie are really good. Like, I like that yeah, name Pookie a lot. Pookie um, uh, I like Kuluyaku. Yeah. Tiziyaku is also good. I like how they're kind of named by their type of, uh, what do you call them? Like, the, the type of creature the type they of creature are. are. Yeah. Um, but Kulv Tarath, I believe, is supposed to be kind of a, a, a new elder dragon, but... She her fight is unlike it's weird. any fight that's currently in the game. It's, it's kind. Of, it's like um because I did it a little bit this morning and mm-hmm. I was just like I don't understand this at all because I was I was mostly because it's kind of hard to find a group because I guess it's, the big thing about it, this game is or this mm-hmm. character is it's a sixteen player. Yeah, fight. but it's not like it's. I mean, technically, it's sixteen player simultaneous, but it's it's, it's instanced. So, like, you're never going to have 16 players on a map together. You can all be working toward... So, I guess we'll talk talk a little about about, uh, the Kul Taroth fight. It's technically what the game refers to as a siege. And that is a monster... These sieges are going to happen where a monster shows up, like a specialty monster, like Kul Taroth. And basically, you're going to go into the map and you're going to have a limited amount of time to uh, to kill it. But, like, it's not, like, a set time, like, in most other hunts where it's, like, oh, you have X amount of time. It's basically based on stages. You have to kind of hit a certain benchmark through each stage or else the monster is just going to run away. Yeah. But, like, finding its footprints and fighting it, are going to give you points to its overall pursuit level, mm-hmm. and that's going to continue to make the the monster easier and easier to, like, basically, uh, it's going to give you more time, it's going to make its parts easier to break, and uh, this all kind of gets dumped into a collective pool for up to 16 players joining the same siege. I was playing it with only uh, three other dudes, uh, so... 
uh, we were kind of like self-contained our our fight going on. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's kind of a neat fight. Basically, the first part is the first part the made monster. me feel like I didn't know what was happening. Like I didn't know. Yeah, what was going exactly. On. It took it took a little bit to like figure out what exactly was going on because again, it the there the the game does the traditional way that Monster Hunter tells you how to like do stuff in that it gives you like a slideshow of like six like pictures that are like this is what you do to uh I think my roommate is now vacuuming in the other room so there you go <laughs> it's very distracting um if you couldn't tell by the ramshackle this is, this is going the best studio here. you've ever had. What are you talking about? Yeah, I know. I don't, I don't actually know what I'm talking about. Like, usually I'm just sitting in front of a ladder. But basically, I'm on the floor because I'm in the process of moving. That's neither here nor there. Mm. The whole thing is that it just kind of throws you in, and it's like, figure out what you're supposed to be doing. And this first section, fighting Kul Tarath, it's going to be going along a loop in this new map, which is like a special map that's made just for this fight. I believe it's called... Something else like Caverns of El Dorado or something yeah, like that's that what because called. the big gimmick of Kul Tarath is she's just covered in gold. Yeah, she's just they don't know what gold. causes all those gold things to attach to her, but it's cool. We got to investigate yeah. by murdering yeah, we gotta it, figure it out. Um, and she just kind of goes around and she's most passive during this. You can like attack her on the ground, but it's not going to do you much uh, damage. What you really want to do is focus on trying to like lead her into areas with cannons and then fire the cannons at her and also she'll go underneath um like overpasses that you can drop on her and basically you're trying to get her down to a certain level so that she moves on to her next phase which is more of like an open arena fight than the third phase where uh like it really introduces a lot more stage hazards and stuff like that and then like a final like kind of like a final area where she drops like most of the gold off of her and it's kind of like a much more aggressive traditional monster fight. Um, and the big gimmick here too is that she, her parts, she drops a ton of parts. Like she drops a lot of parts mm -hmm. and a lot of these parts can be used for building her armor sets, but also a lot of them are just straight up trade-in items that you can yeah. set in. So like she's kind of like a big... Uh, cash money? grab monster. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and then, uh, the other big gimmick. Well, so basically as you're doing this, you're, it's very difficult even with four, with a party of four, if you're the only ones working towards it to take her down on the first try. I think we've gotten to like the third st stage of four or whatever. And then she ran away. It usually takes us about three times to beat her. Mm. But it gets um, easier just easier for, each time, though, because it's technically all going to one pool, right? Like, each time yeah, yeah, yeah. you go and attempt her. Exactly, exactly. So then the next time, we'll have a little bit more time, and she's a little bit uh, easier to break apart. Uh, and then it gets easier and easier. But, um, and basically, if you were playing with 16 players, it'd all go to a certain, to the same pool, and you would all get rewards. The players that technically, like, beat her first will get, like, the most rewards, but, like, it's kind of, again, a big shared pool sort of mm -hmm. thing like that. But anyways, the other main thing that she does and what's cool about this update is that um, you can carve, you can get from crest rewards and you can carve from her horns because that's actually spoilers. That's actually one of the big things about this monster fight is you're never actually killing Kul'Tarath. 
you just when at the end you're trying to break off her horns and when her horns break off she's like oh no i'm hornless and she runs <laughs> i must off. leave i must leave uh, and she runs off uh so from you can carve from her horns and you can get from uh quest rewards what are called like melded or there's like disintegrated is like the lower and then like higher is like sublimated or whatever these type of weapons that you can appraise and then they are basically like fully formed weapons that are sort of like hybrids of other weapons but like with this really cool gilded design mm. with like these really cool gilded designs to them and they actually have most of them if you get like the level 7 and level 8 rarity ones they have pretty solid stats and again are kind of like a combination of like for example I got a horn that was like it does blast damage and is essentially the Dodo Gama horn, but has a little bit different like stats than like the big are Dodo Gama. Are they better? Or are they bagpipe. just like are they better stats? They, or are they just like yeah, they're okay stats, but I, like they're I, just different. I, uh, they're better. It's better than a couple of my other horns. Like it's better than a few of my horns. Um, and the the only kind of downside, and they actually had they're like. They come ready to be augmented. So mm. if you have like those, you have, uh, if you're at the level, which I think you should be, because I think you need to be level 16 to, to fight Kulf Taroth, you have access to those augmentations right out of the gate with these weapons. Mm. Um, and so that's cool. The only downside is that they can't be, um, they can't be, uh, upgraded in any way other oh. than the, other than the the augments mm. they can't like you can't level up your that's kind of weird life. i heard one of the things that's uh, one of the minor complaints i've been seeing is that uh you can't it's kind of like a loot box almost a little bit more where you can't like work towards like oh i want this specific type of yeah no they, mm. yeah it's it's completely random like that's the thing out of the out of the the two cold taras we ended up cracking open i got two horns which like horn is my primary weapon yeah so um uh and then like just a lot of other weapons that i won't end up like ever using so like you can sell them and you can sell them for a pretty good chunk of money i mean imagine they're gold hey weapons. yeah there you go but like Chinese but at the same fruit. time it is it would have been nice to like be able to tweak a little bit more like what kind of weapons you were getting. Cause like, I, I think in that second one, I got like four heavy bow guns and I'm like, yeah, I give them to me. Use, I never, yeah, I'll use the in-game trading system. To, oh, wait, oh, you can't, no, none. you can't do that. Um, so like, but I found some cool weapons and they look really cool because even if they are like a very familiar design to something you might already have, or you might have seen in the workshop, they all have these really cool like gold accents and stuff mm. to them that makes them look really, really cool. Um, and then the actual Kulf Taroth armor is cool and has some solid um, has some solid uh, Skills. abilities on mm. them. Yeah, so it's 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 pretty cool. Um, and then the other big thing about this update that I've actually already put into put into practice is that it introduces. Or maybe not introduces. I think in one other set might have existed. It might have been the Dante set, but I can't remember. It it uh, introduces the idea of layered armor sets to uh, to the meta, which is 
an armor set that isn't like it's not something you actually slot in mm-hmm. and you're wearing it. It's like has different stats or whatever. No, all it is 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 purely cosmetic, mm. and it goes over what you're currently wearing. So like if you really like the stats of this whatever like this chest piece that you have, but you don't like the look, mm-hmm. um, you know, these layered armor sets will you can slot in and you can get a completely different look but keep the same stats mm-hmm. and abilities. So like the first one that came out is this pair of sets that look very like samurai inspired. There's like a battle damaged one and then there's like a like um just like a clean version and you do those by doing certain del- you get those by del- doing certain delivery quests um and you turn those into the research center. So like I have the headpiece and the chest piece right now. And with my current armor set looks pretty cool, mm. and then of course you 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 fiddle around with the pigments and make it look co- as cool as you want, and that's pretty cool. Like you that's can. That's fine. I wish, I just wish yeah. that you could actually like go through and um, maybe have normal armor sets craft like this because sometimes you just want them to create like a cool look. Yeah, that that is kind of the one the one thing here is that like it's it. It's great to have these. This is a really cool idea. Like, it's kind of like transmogs in, like, you know, Diablo or whatever, where it's like, I want a certain look, but I don't want, like, I I, I really like this sword, but it looks real dumb. I want to change the look of it or whatever. Um, it's like that, but for armors here in Monster Hunter. But it seems like it's going to be very specific looks that are dictated by... Like, it's it's not going to be existing armor sets in the game. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's going to be new armor sets that are coming out. So, like, this current one, again, That's lame, but very, I guess it's better uh, than nothing. It's samurai-inspired. The thing is, so I feel like it, every single person will just be walking around with that specific... Because there's only, like, two or three of those, and not people are just going to be running around with those. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, is, like, hopefully the game... Hopefully the game continues to dish these out at a steady clip so that you get... You can get some really cool, unique armor sets. And again, the the cool thing about Monster Hunter is that a lot of the armor sets look cool as they are right now. So, like, and again, there's, like, enough small customization you can do to make a set look decent while still having the mm-hmm. skills you need. Um, but, yeah, it's a step in the right direction. For sure. They've also been doing, like, uh, some other really small minor tweaks that I'm not sure if I... Like, one thing I did notice is that, um, like, before when you collected when you collected items that you had, like, to auto-craft, mm-hmm. it would do that until the item was full in your, in your inventory. Like, say, mm-hmm. I, you have herbs... Auto, set to auto craft two potions. Right. But then, and then once you had 10 potions, like any herbs you collected would not auto craft into potions because obviously they couldn't. But then you would drink a potion, now you'd have nine, and it wouldn't auto craft an herb to like refill that. Oh. Now it does. Oh, now, really? That changes yeah. a lot for me. Yeah, now, so like for example, again, during the fight, like I'd have 10 potions and then like five herbs. I drink a potion and then it would it would fill it up like it would use that's one of those awesome. herbs in my inventory inventory to be like okay now you have another potion like that's really cool and I I can um, I could envision them I didn't try it because Kulturat this doesn't do flash pods but one of my be- favorite strategies in the game is to 
since you can only technically carry three flash pods, is to carry three flash pods and then for because flash pods are very strong. That's actually something they changed. Yeah, they nerfed them. Um, is you can carry three flash pods and then I carry ten flash bugs and then just make more throughout the fight so you always have access to that they did change that so now tempered monsters specifically like i think the big one people were pointing out was like teostra yeah would was really really weak to flash pods now they build up like an immunity over the fight so like the more you use them the more you exploit them the more useless they'll become yeah the more useless the other thing they added was um be able to sell all um, your trade-in items with one button. Yes, that's nice, that's especially cool. considering there's this freaking trade-in item monster that's running around. Mm-hmm. And finally, be able to sort investigations, which I still wish they'd be able to be a way to delete investigations in bulk because it's really annoying yes. going through and deleting all the crappy ones you don't want. And all I'm like now, I want like all the tempered ones, and that's it. Um, yeah, a lot of like little quality of life improvements, and we were talking about this earlier how um. Monster Hunter seems to be updating itself and doing right by the fans, like, really smart. seems like they're listening to all the feedback and actually, like, changing everything really quickly. Mm-hmm. And the other thing was, is this game, this announcement came out, like, the day before the actual game came out, or the actual update came out. Yeah. Like, they announced it, and I was like, what? 12, like, 16 players? I don't understand what that means. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, yeah, here it is. And now you can actually go in and yeah. play it the next day, which is great. And again, in, in true Monster Hunter fashion, they're like, this is a 16-player monster. And people are like, what does that mean? And they're like, it's going to be very... You'll figure um, it out. It's going to be very Monster Hunter-y in that you can figure it out. And it's probably not going to be what you expected, but it's, it's going to be still good. Yeah, it's weird how so, it's kind of like a strange mashup between the Zora Magdros fight with like an actual monster fight. Yeah, it's, like it's cannons and shooting yeah, this it, thing. It, it's definitely a lot more fun, but even with four player like four players cooperating, it's definitely it's it, they've been saying that the fight is definitely um the fight itself is actually balanced for like multi multiplayer. So like there's no like whereas in a lot of monsters it's like if you're soloing it, it's going to be one way. And if you have more more players, it balances out mm. to be like a certain so whatever. This one's always multiplayer. Um, yeah, this one is always that multiplayer. That explains why so I couldn't people, do it by myself. Yeah, I was gonna say. So people have been saying like, yeah, it's definitely one that encourages whatever. And we were only playing with four players, um, and it was still take it, again. It was taking about like three fights to get to finally get to that end stage where you where you beat it. Um, and so, as fun as the fight is, it's still, that was still, like, six, to, to complete it twice, that was, like, six fights. That's kind of a lot. Which take, yeah, which take, you know, kind of, like, let's say, yeah. upwards of 20 minutes. It's like one of those things where I have to, like, find the Discord and see if people are, like, actually, like, hey, join this session ID, and we're all just yeah. doing, constantly doing that. Indeed. Hop out if you don't want to. Yeah, because, like, even if we, you joined up with, like, us, it would then be five so then we would have to split up into two and three, which doesn't seem like it's ideal. Yeah. So we would have to would bring be in some more people. Yeah. But the thing is, all those people have to, like, I'm pretty sure they have to be, just, you know, Jiva, so they have to, like, finish the game. Yeah, you have to be, you have to be so we don't know at whatever level, whatever level procs when you beat Zeno Jiva. Like, yeah. that's the level you have to be at. So, yeah, it's fun, but, uh, yeah. 
I'm just glad they put more updates out like this. Speaking of games with more updates, uh, I picked. Uh, we haven't played any new games actually this month or this no, week. No, it's all. It's, it's all, all like it's all just playing, checking in with older games that we enjoy and and keep checking in on. Um, let's see, what did I play? I played. Oh, so we mentioned I think a couple of trailers back. Uh, the Pokemon Go Daily Quest update. Yes. Where they introduced a new questing mechanic. And um, now you got like, oh, what's the professor's name? It's not Professor Oak. Oh, no. it's, it's a sexy professor. What's his name? He is very. He is a very good-looking professor. Oh, man. I don't remember what his name is because I'm trying to think of like trees, but then it's like Professor Willow. Like, why does that come to mind? I feel. I mean, there have been. There has probably most definitely been a Professor Willow. <laughs> yeah. Whether it is this guy or not, I'm not sure. I'm gonna have to look this up though. Pokemon Go professor. His name. Yeah, it's Professor Willow. I got it. First oh, try. Is it? Damn. First try. Um, yeah, yeah is, so they introduced uh, this, and I, I booted it up, and I was uh, waiting in line at Disneyland for something, and I was like, "What is? what's going on? I've never actually opened Pokemon Go up at Disneyland. Man, that place is crazy. I was going to say, I've heard that it's crazy. It's nuts. It's just like everywhere is a party all the time. There's just lures everywhere. Every place is a Pokestop. Nice. It's, it's insanity. Um, <laughs> it would be insanity. <laughs> It was pretty cool. But then I, I noticed one of the cool things about the way the quest system works is it's a little bit, considering how much Pokemon Go really likes to gouge your money and kind of, like, encourage you to spend money on the game, mm-hmm. this one's pretty generous, um, at least at first glance. I haven't dug a super, super deep into it because I'm sure there's probably, like, some wall. So there's two kind mm-hmm. of quests. There's one that's actually a um, called, like, I think it's called, like, Field Quest, which okay. which basically is, like, a... Um, like three daily quests, but the but they're not daily because what happens is you just go over to a Poke Center, swipe or Pokemart, swipe, and it drops in a new daily quest. And they're pretty simple. Oh, okay. They're like throw five great um, great shots, you get like five Pokeballs. Throw um, three great shots in a row, get like this many Pokeballs. Um, complete a raid. Um, do like a bunch of other things like that. I'm trying to look up uh, what they are, but. Yeah, I have uh, win a raid, and then you can find more. That's the field ones. And there's a special one, which apparently you get, like, this big old giant box at the end there. Whoa! Um, and that, some of those are a little bit more uh, interesting. It's like two walked, earn two candies walking your buddy, make ten great throws, hatch three eggs. And then you get a reward with some incense, some great balls, and uh, some dust. And, yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty cool, honestly. Like, it definitely makes it seem like, oh, I have something to work towards instead of just this yeah, constant, so like... Being like let me go for a walk. Maybe I'll find some new Pokemon. Maybe I'll hatch something good. Oh, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's fine. I guess that's cool. Um, I gotta catch this midnight. Hold on. Um, <laughs> catch another minute. Yeah, I gotcha. Um, so that's really cool. And <laughs> I did have an experience where I, I I take my bike to work and I take my Pokemon Go um, a little clicker thing. Where's mm-hmm. that guy? He's over here somewhere. Um, but I thought I lost it. Like, I lost it yesterday and, like, was totally, like, oh, man. If I that lost been the second, second one, one I lost, lost. And I'm, like, it's just it's just not meant to be. I'm just not meant to play this game. Point. I was just going <laughs> to give up. And I, like, looked all over the place. I'm, like, I knew I had it when I walked into work and uh, was looking all over the place. And luckily I found it today. Yeah, I was, I was very thankful for that. I didn't okay. have to buy a new nice. one. But in that time, of course, what I do is when I lose something, I'm, like, boy, how can I get another one cheap? And so I look online, and I was like, is there any alternatives? Like, can I get, like, some, like, is there some sort of, like, app on Android that, like, like, just fakes it or something? 
Nah, not really. But there is a third-party Pokemon Go um, walker thing. Oh? It's third-party, and what it does is it just basically automatically holds down the button. So you don't even have to hit the button. You just walk around and it just collects things. What? Yeah. So, wait, holding it down does the same thing as no, like, no, no. pressing this, it? Holding it down like will will make this thing like start searching for a new um, uh, like a new phone or okay, something like so that. Okay, so how does it work? It basically fake taps it a bunch of times every time there's a Pokemon around, so it'll automatically try to catch things. It'll automatically run through Pokestops. So you don't even have to touch it. You just attach it and you just walk around with it, and that's it. And I'm like, oh what the God. hell? And so that... like GameStop. It's not like anything like some crazy weird. Um, like, like boom. a super third party. It's like, no, it's sold at GameStop. And I'm like, this is the most Game Shark thing I've seen in 2018. I know. I was going to say, what? There's no more There's no more legal cheating anymore. There's no more Game Genie, except there is. Except there is. Because I don't think they can really ban you or even, like, catch you for that. Because honestly, all you're doing is just hitting the button again and again. It's like... It's yeah, not what like are you... they going to ban you for? Yeah, it's like... not like you automatically get Pokemon. It's not like you're faking not... your GPS to walk around or anything. Not to mention, like, what is the competitive element of Pokemon? <laughs> you're just... I mean, of, of Pokemon take... Go. What if you take all the gyms? Oh, shit, you're right. Never mind. If you take all the ban gyms, you run the town, and then, you know, it runs into this poverty. immediately. You know, Team Valor over there is just going to swipe everyone town. down. This is an <laughs> Instincts are off. Uh, um, so yeah, it's cool. I don't know. I guess it, it did bring me back in. I'm not like they have all the new Pokemon in there since I last played. So it's got every single like third generation Pokemon, which is the point where I kind of was like, I played those games, but eh, I don't. I like I see them and I'm like, I recognize that. I don't know its name. It's gotten to that point where it's like, I've yeah, kind of gotten past me a little bit. Yeah, I forgot who it was recently. Like, uh, I was talking to them about it, and they were like, and then they sent me a screenshot of like some Gen three Pokemon, and was like, "What is this?" And I was like, "Isn't that Ralts?" And they're like, "I only know Gen one." And I'm like, "What are you doing? <laughs> don't even know the silver and the gold." So yeah, crazy. I know. Seriously, like Gen two, like I feel like that's where it fell off for me. So I don't know yeah. if these updates eventually are just gonna get all the Pokemon in there, right? Like they're just gonna throw them all in there, and then like yeah. that's how it's gonna be. And I'm just like, oh, that's a and lot. And I feel like they could do that right now, but they are probably like staggering it. To oh yeah, be like well, there's lots of we things. We need that... some more things to announce within the next couple of years. Please let's not have another Pokemon Go disaster event where we charge a bunch of people money enough to pay them Indeed. all back. I mean, hey, they need to step up their game, too, because they're going to be challenged soon by Jurassic Park Alive or whatever that yeah. is. Is that there a Harry they... Potter one they're making, too? They're making a Harry they're Potter They're, like, one. making, uh, uh, like, a Harry Potter one, supposedly, but, they, but the Jurassic Park Alive one is not them. Oh. I don't know who it is or what kind of technology they're using. They didn't have a weird app that came out before that mapped everything, and then they were like, let's just put a Pokemon skin <laughs> over it. Let's just skin this um, over, this crazy-ass dark dark web game, and make it, like, friendly for everyone, and all the millennials will like it. Yes. And download yes. it all at the same time and lose their mind for a whole yeah. month, and then it'll stop. Uh, then we got, uh, I picked, uh, checked out a new Hearthstone update, which is the uh, Witchwood, which is a great name, so it's all spooky, okay. based on their, um, 
God, I just can't remember names today. Oh, geez, there's this one town, Darkshire, Darkshire in Darkshire. Um, in uh, Warcraft, and it's got all the spooky stuff, got a bunch of spooky, scary things. Um, this is also the year of the Raven, so all the last three sets of cards from last year are all gone. Okay, so... So I think it's, um... Let me see which one's it So is. it is, obviously, this new one, which would... What was the one before this? Um, Cobalt and Catacombs. Cobalt and Catacombs, and then... And then we got... Was it the dinosaur one, or is that gone now? No, that one is still good. That one is still good. Uh, the Lich King uh, Frozen Throne one is still good, and Uruguro, the dinosaur one, is still good. Those are the, okay. those are the three current decks besides the standard ones. So um, they threw out the uh, Gadget so, Sand one. That one's so gone. no more Gadget Sand, no more uh, uh, One Night and... <coughs> yeah, one night in Karazhan's also gone, <coughs> one which night is in weird. They're not That's doing the, they're not doing those anymore. They're not doing the single player type. Yeah, games. they're not doing the adventure stuff. Anymore. They didn't even do um, like last time. They put out a Cobalt's and Catapults single player game, which is really cool, and I recommend anyone check that out, even if they don't play uh, Hearthstone really that much. Um, but now they don't have anything. It's just like here's a bunch of new cards and have a good time. Log in, you get a bunch of card packs, and yeah, oh, that's cool. And I it's thought neat. I, I wanted jump back into uh oh wait is and whispers of the old gods is that gone now too? yes whispers of the old gods is gone shit you okay there what's happening i don't know something's okay. going on in my house um i just i'm just gonna assume i'm just gonna chalk it up to to moving just ghosts uh yeah just ghosts uh well shit then see that's the thing when i jump back if i were to jump back in now i was gonna i'm gonna have to completely <laughs> change my meta again because even my like berserk warriors thing that i was able to fiddle around with enough after blackrock went out of style oh yeah uh, it's now very reliant on uh <laughs> whispers of the old gods so i'm gonna have to fucking completely reinvent myself yeah. again uh, that's one thing that's kind of annoying is i turned it on and i'm like oh all my decks aren't gonna work Oh, I'm gonna have to go in and like. They can work in wild, and it's like no. I don't want to play wild though. Wild is like a mess. Um, they also have that card they added. They added like a new legendary that Blizzard actually came out. Like the main um, game designer was came out and was like, "Oh, this get this is a um, we actually think this card's crazy and kind of overpowered, but we're gonna leave it in anyway." And it's like, oh, all right, cool. That's a good choice. Let's do that. It's basically a legendary that comes out, and I think it's like an eight-drop card. And it, every single battle cry you did in the past, it'll now fire off on a random oh minion. Oh my gosh! So it's just like a bunch. Like some, like some people have crazy battle cries, like resurrect this other minion or do this or mm. summon them like three minions to your side. So they'll all go yeah. off in succession. So it just takes forever, and people are complaining just because it takes so long. And some people have like the most insane combos with them. Yeah, um oh, what was there was a there was a a legendary in for in Whispers of the Old Gods, which I think like replayed all of your like death rattle minions or something, yes. like put them back onto the onto the field. So that that I guess would be the only kind of like similar sort of situation. But yeah, that sounds crazy. And that's always been kind of the the big complaint about Hearthstone is that it's like it's not ba- like it's not balanced as much as it should be. Like there's too much RNG. Like 
you, it's it's crazy. Yeah. Um, to the one hand, and on the one hand, I can definitely see that. I could see that specifically if you are someone who's like trying to be committed to playing this game and like getting good at it, being kind of like angry at the fact that some matches you have to just straight up say like, oh well, this crazy role happened that I couldn't have really, you know, stopped stopped. And that's why I lost. So, um, but at the same time, it does continue. I think it continues to make it, um, a little bit more accessible and a little bit more fun. Mm -hmm. If you are just like popping in casually. Yeah. uh, Now and again. Yeah. I think I kind of agree with that. Like, it, it, it's like you pop in and it's like, oh, I still have a chance because sometimes RNG might favor my weird-ass mm-hmm. deck and, like, I could still mm-hmm. win sometimes. But then other times it's like, oh, this guy has a bunch of legendaries and will just stomp you because his whole deck is meant to work around, like, every single card is supposed mm-hmm. to play off each other, which is rough. It's one of those things where I think, like, Hearthstone is almost, like, just meant to gather or keep old people coming back. But I think any, like, newbie at this point who wants to, like, tr- play a... Uh, trading card game there's like so many other options now to play there definitely is and they're a lot more accessible because it's like oh this game hasn't been around for you know what like five six years so yeah uh, i've all the thing is is like I, out of those i've only played gwent um, yeah and as much as i tried i just i don't it's, really like i just don't like the gwent. weird mechanic of it it's yeah. the, the, the strange like you don't draw anything and i'm like oh so you're drawing this these bunch of cars you have to work with what you have like i maybe i'm missing something but i'm just like so if i screw up what can i do wrong it's like nothing you just deal with it like at least in hearthstone it's like oh i get a new card maybe i'll get something better you know Mm -hmm. you you work around that as opposed to yeah there's no like it's it is like again gwent is like the opposite of hearthstone in terms of like no you are going to design a deck and it is going to work the way like it's intended to work every game and you need to then just also be able to react to what your opponent is trying to do. Yeah. And you are going, if you lost, it's because you got outplayed. Like that is essentially what Quint is or you had, or you had a shitty, or you had a shitty deck construction, which you wouldn't really know going into the fight. Yeah. You're just like, I don't know. And again, and then again, unlike Hearthstone, an RNG or some goofy shit isn't going to save you if you have a shittily designed deck going against somebody that knows what they're doing. So, uh, yeah, I tried, I, I, I get the itch every now and again, just like I do with Hearthstone to try Gwent out again, but uh, I don't know. I heard the, um, Elder Scrolls game card game is actually pretty good. Yeah. I just, yeah, I know it's it's, it's just the Elder Scrolls. Yeah. I'm kind of like, I don't want to play like an Elder Scrolls. It sounds boring. There's that um, Dota 2. I, I was kind of whatever hearing about that sort of game, and I was like, yeah, whatever, Dota 2 is going to have that um, card uh, game, right? What was it called? What is that called again? Um, Dota card game. Yeah, I know. I, I, know, what, I know what you're talking about. Um, but that game actually seems like it could be pretty cool, mainly because it's made by um, the same guy who made Magic, Richard Garfield, mm. who also made Netrunner, which is one of my favorite games. Who also made King of Tokyo. He did make King Tokyo, which is an yeah. okay game. It's fine. I really like King of Tokyo. I like the idea of it. I like the style. I like everything else about it. I just don't like player elimination. It's always a bummer. But, uh, yeah. So, I guess that's all the games we played this week. Yeah. That's, that's pretty a, much kinda, it. Kind of a quiet so, week for us. 
Yeah, uh, and in fact, it's kind of a quiet week for the news, the but news. we'll we'll try and talk about some stuff. So Fortnite's been kind of been going through a what? little bit of this game? a little bit of of growing pains. I think when you get when you get a uh, a player base as big as quickly as um, Epic has here with Fortnite, you're going to get some people that are not happy, and I know that. Uh, Epic has been um, hastily working to try to smooth out any wrinkles and make everybody happy. But one thing that uh, one thing that seems a little a uh, a little what can I say? Uh, what how, how can I word this? A Something little lame. A little lame is that they took out. Um, so there's been a lot of cool. Highlight real videos of people using um, Fortnite's guided missile, which is like, new. It came out yeah. like maybe a month ago. Yeah, to like surfboard and uh, and like go across the map and do all sorts of crazy shit. Um, but now they're just taking it out. Uh, <laughs> you make it sound so sad. There's all this cool out. stuff and they took it out. Now, why are they taking it out, Ricardo? Like, what's the uh, reason for it? Okay, so according to, to Epic, they say, We've gotten a lot of feedback around guided missiles, in particular concerns over fairness and strength of the weapon. We share your concerns, so we put the guided missile into the vault while we figure out the next steps for its future. Um, so yeah, apparently there was a change. The Just patch, the last patch was uh, supposed to come out, and uh, it was supposed to be less powerful. But I guess it just incurred a bug in which the uh, missile's animation, uh, like broke essentially, and you couldn't use the weapon anymore. Uh, so then they were like, "Okay, it's out of the game." Or like, okay, we're taking it out temporarily, and now they're just like, you know what, we're just gonna take it out for. Now. I wonder if it's just because like a player players weren't into it, and I'm trying to think why. I wonder if it's just because it kind of doesn't feel like the spirit of the game, where it's you know, build a bridge, shotgun over it, you know, yeah, <laughs> use your shotguns to kill everyone, and now you got this missile that you can just like hide, shoot it off somewhere, mm-hmm. and it'll just hit someone from anywhere. Like that's kind of yeah, crazy. It is like, pretty I, crazy. It, it is a pretty strong weapon. My thing is that, like, you still have to find that weapon on the map or whatever, you know? Yeah, and but you if could... you find it and you're, like, the only person left in the, um, mm-hmm. like, the middle, you yeah. fire that thing off and it's just, like, well, there's one other person. You just got to know where they are and then you're pretty much probably True. kill them instantly. Yeah, I mean, my thing is always just, like, you can make it... You can make the drop rate a lot smaller. You can make it drop with only like yeah. one rocket in it or something like that. Like and make it like really crazy. Like make yeah. it so much that like if it's such a low drop rate, people won't get good with it mm-hmm. because exactly. it's so, it'd be so hard. And to then get. again, and it's like one rocket, so you're not ever like again. You, it's kind of like your hail mary pass or your. I also big like experimental. this. Uh, the patch also came with the fix this thing called dick bullets. Yeah, that's which what... is like weird name that people have yeah. been calling it Which, but basically reading it i was it was not what i was expecting it's not at all what it. i thought it was it's just a bug that causes bullets to hit walls that players are hiding behind instead of shooting over the walls <laughs> which is very common when if you have like the hitbox is a little too big or yeah whatever like that happens but you know it's it's just weird seeing something called dick bullets yeah so um, uh that's going on. Another big thing here that people have been talking about, and this situation might have even changed at this point, 
is that there are like comets appearing over the map on uh, in Fortnite, specifically over the Tilted Towers uh, mm-hmm. part of the map, which a lot of people are assuming means that that area is going to be leveled. But as of right now, nothing has actually. It's crazy <coughs> that because like it, it's just. Hmm. I like how there's all these weird things where there's a game theory article yeah, in here, like, or a video in here that says, "Will Fortnite yeah. destroy Fortnite meter destroy everything and Fortnite doomed?" I'm like, this is the most clickbait trash. Yeah, I know. What? Like, do you really think they're gonna shut down Fortnite? Come on. Yeah, guys. It was a good few months. We became the biggest game in all of the world but uh you know i think it's time that we uh move on i think it's time we want i think we're gonna um boost (laughs) i think we're gonna boost up lawbreakers i think that's what we're gonna go for that's not even the same developer i know they're just gonna boost (laughs) it up anyway they're like we want to go to something completely unsuccessful you know cliffy put in a lot of cliffy v put in a lot of good work here at epic i think we should uh throw him a bone and boost up uh lawbreakers there uh, but no, so like, yeah, that currently the, so this is kind of a weird situation of like, we're reporting on something that hasn't really happened yet. Uh, it's just a lot of crazy theories right now of what all these, uh, uh, comments mean. A lot of people think that it's coinciding with the end of the current season and something oh, big cool. is happening and that'd be cool. Um, I think it's cool that, uh, and I think somewhere also, uh, Epic talked about that they're not going to make a second map, that they're just going to work, be continuing to work with this current map. So it'd be kind of a cool idea to yeah. kind of continually evolve and change. That could be a cool way to map. do it. Um, hmm. Yeah, I'm thinking about like, seasons. Like, I'm thinking about also how, like, PUBG has, like, nothing, like this like there's no people theorizing over anything they're just like hey can you fix our dumb game can you make mm-hmm. it like not so damn buggy yeah there were a lot of articles about PUBG like fixing things or changing things but it's like nothing as exciting as like yeah like there isn't this big kind of fervor around mm-hmm. Fortnite the same way or, or PUBG around like there was like Fortnite like Fortnite people are like eating that up they're finding they're sharing theories and it's like I bet they're making their own, like, weird lore, too. You probably can't find anywhere because we're not that deep in it, but, you know. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's so weird because, like, again, and Game of the Year awards last year ended with, like, literally all outlets talking about PUBG. And now we are four months into this. We're not even that far in. What's, yeah, we're four months into this year, and that narrative has like completely shifted to the point where like i feel like nobody's talking about PUBG anymore no. i mean and the numbers show that people of course people are still playing are it's still playing like the number PUBG. one game on steam like, it's i think still a crazy amount of people playing that game but still it's just like a weird situation where it's like they had it and it's like <laughs> they had it they, but they didn't the problem is they didn't update like they didn't update quick enough mm-hmm and I mean, like, the thing is, is again, you do see, you do, like, for as much as PUBG's a part of, like, this kind of big, I think, are, are is Blue Point, or excuse Blue me, Hole. Blue Hole, technically part of Tencent, or is yes. they not? Yeah, so they're part of this big Tencent, like, conglomerate or whatever, you'd assume they have some kind of backing, 
but like Epic, I guess, just nah, had. They just want that the... on mobile. They want that good mobile port that be- runs better than their actual game. <sighs> Maybe. I need to check in on PUBG again. It's been a little while. I want to see if it actually does run better. Do um, that. I think they're trying hard right now to cultivate like a personality, I think, right now with the game. Yeah, um, as opposed to because... strange, weird, kind of post apocalyptic battle royale game. Yeah, because like Fortnite is uh, obviously the. Got, has a lot more charm. That new, speaking of Cliffy B, that new uh, uh, battle royale game coming from Boss Key, Radical Heights. Uh, yeah, Radical Heights. Obviously, is kind of banking on being like all, a lot of charm and a lot of like flash. Mm-hmm. So uh, PUBG is kind of it's balls in their court to kind of figure out what they want to do. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Uh, speaking interesting of interesting days, what? they want to do switch owners wanted to play uh dark souls here this next month they're but not it looks like they're not gonna be able to do that which is oh Cars man taking off man that's a solaire of astora just jetting off being like <laughs> i have to tell somebody at nintendo my <laughs> uncle at nintendo please release me on time with everyone else <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, which is, this is an odd story, so, obviously, Dark Souls Remastered is coming out here at the end of May, and, um, but, like, the version that most people were talking about, because of how crazy it was, like, and Nintendo was even making an amiibo about stuff, was the Switch version, and yet the Switch version now has been re, uh, like, has been delayed to an unspecified date. All they say is summer of 2018. So that could be, you know, any time between now, like could be up to like August. You know, yeah, you know? to through through the remainder of August. Um, let's see what says. Uh, so yeah, so Lair of Astora was. This is Polygon reporting was slated to hit May 25th. Has also been delayed. Mm-hmm. So you can't even, like, hold on to that amiibo and, like, be like, man, I can't wait to play this game. Nope. Yeah, They're like, no, no we gotta wait just, that You don't get him either. Um, let's see. Re- according to the uh, Bandai Namco on the official Dark Souls Twitter account says, Due to the nature of causality, we must announce that the Nintendo Switch version of Dark Souls Remastered will be pushed back to summer of 2018, and with it, the release of Solaire of Stora... PC, PS4, Xbox One versions will maintain their May 25th. Rest assured, this will this time will ultimately be used to improve your journey to larger. So I mean, not if, revealing anything there. Saying if there is, I mean, it's probably just the fact that like, hey, all these other all these other things we are putting on more powerful platforms: PS4, Xbox One, PC than what it originally ran on, mm-hmm. except for Switch, which is. Slightly more powerful, but not that much more powerful. Also, it's like a weird tablet architecture, so it's a little bit different to get that game, which we all know ran really bad on the Xbox 360, um, especially in Blight Town. Like, yeah, it, uh, it was rough. It yeah. was a rough game to play. So. I mean, yeah, you imagine there's some sort of optimization, yeah. tr- like trying to go on, um, and possibly also one of the things that a lot of people were talking about was the fact that like. Um, Dark Souls had kind of banks a lot on. I mean, you obviously can play it in offline mode, but it pay, banks a lot in, on um, kind of always being online. Yeah. You know, that online component. And obviously, the Switch 
is a platform that you're playing out of the range of Wi-Fi and out and yep. about a lot of times. So, like, I don't know, maybe they ran into some kind of um, error transitioning that, like... Maybe. Or, like, or, or communicating to the player what would happen if you left, you know, your online area while playing yeah. online. I don't know. Reconnecting. But, maybe again, like, I feel like that wouldn't be a thing that... Well, that, that putting alone. in Amiibo support. Yeah, true. But I so. definitely think that wouldn't be alone the... Uh, the reason why it wouldn't, uh, why it would be delayed. It might be a combination of things. Who knows? They're not telling. Uh, do you think, what do you think Solera Stora will be in Super Smash Brothers? I think that'd be really cool. I think it might happen. They just make a, they just make a, uh, we fit trainer, skin they just make the, <laughs> they just make a solaire skin for Wii Fit trainers since she already does the salute the sun that's move. true oh no so. would it be great if they also put another character like they put them both in and they just interacted and like they if you both salute the sun at the same time and you're on the same team that's like a crazy uber like yeah death move i mean there will definitely be like nintendo always does with the smash trailers and stuff does the really goofy like interactions between like oh this character this character doing stuff bring back subspace emissary yeah um that'd be cool that'd be neat i'm sure he's not at the top of a lot of people's lists (coughs) he's not as high as goku but or uh, crash bandicoot or crash bandicoot um i'm still waiting for um playstation all stars 2 I never played... Actually, you know what? I did play a little bit of PlayStation All-Stars, but I was going to say, still waiting on um, uh, Simon Belmont for uh, Smash or any kind of Castlevania representative. Yeah, like they really need to get one but woman there. that's Kon- Konami, so you fucking know that... Good luck. Good luck with that He's gone one, along with Solid Snake. Vanished. Yeah. Kept you waiting, huh? All right. Uh, so, kids... Yeah, I like them. No, they, I don't. I lied. I don't like them. <laughs> I was going to say, do you? Uh, nah, they're all right, I guess. Like, they, there's always that situation where I'm like, oh, man, this little kid, he's so funny. Like, this kid's this kid's all right. And then, like, about five other examples of interactions with kids or seeing kids out and about and just being like, man, fuck these kids. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, Jesus. thank you. I was probably like this when I was their age, but I don't give a fuck anymore. I'm almost <laughs> 30. These kids need to fucking learn to behave. Um, but anyway, uh, but yeah, no, you know, like how kids in high school, they got extracurriculars. Um, sometimes sure those extracurriculars might be a sport. Uh, well, now they can be, well, soon they can be an e-sport. <laughs> Oh, yeah, finally. E-s- that would be me. I would probably would get more involved in high school. Yeah, since, I was going to say, if this was around when I was a kid, uh, I would have been, except I probably still wouldn't have, because I had a weird weird hang-ups about staying at school after school was over and also not going directly home after school. But, <laughs> <laughs> but anyways. So what if you could, but what if you could play Street Fighter? Yeah, so the national... Federation of State High Schools, which is the United States. Yes, the United States primary leadership organization for high school sports. 
they're getting into esports, and so uh, they're yeah. like, "All right, so we're gonna focus on MOBA games. We're gonna focus on sports games. We can even do fighting games, which is if you've seen some of the character designs in Street Fighter, primarily, you might want to think again about that. But, uh, <laughs> but." Um, what do you mean I can't wear this? Cammy's wearing it. <laughs> but one thing that they're cracking down against is shooters. No shooters in no shoot mans. these things. So I guess it's going to essentially uh, hear Mark Kosky, CEO of the, NF- the NFHS, uh, kind of basically in a nutshell says that they're going to like let schools basically dictate what they want like to feature if they want to like do whatever you know they're not going to push for fighting games if a school does not want to implement fighting games if they want to be a part of this program again I mean, that makes of, sense. a lot of in and out but a lot like, of places don't have like football teams or you know tennis teams or indeed whatever. but it does seem like a universal no-go is going to be shooters which in the current climate you can understand why that is the case. Yeah. You can absolutely understand why it's that's the case. Um, but also, my one for some reason, like, and again, my head goes to. But does that mean no Overwatch then? Because <laughs> that's technically a shooter. <laughs> Overwatch is fun though. And, yeah, I don't think I don't think Overwatch man. Yeah, they shoot guns, dude. They have like real guns. No Overwatch. No uh, Overwatch. I feel like Fortnite is so cartoony to me. I see that on there, and I'm like, really? All right. I mean, you are literally they are like real ass guns. Like they're like, here's this yeah. AK-47. It's blue. Yeah, and it's like, oh wow, oh, okay. I guess yeah. you'll just shoot you with There's that. some good talk here from Koski saying, some 72% of high school students consider themselves gamers. So Whoa. we need to make sure that as a national governing body, we work with the students' interests and be a part of what the students are liking and what they're doing. Um, I can already see people going like, well, no, but the point is to encourage them to go out and get athletic and physically fit, and this isn't, chair- like, nurturing that sort of thing but you know what i say fuck that let the kids <laughs> play the esports especially because eat healthier don't spe- specifically because school should groom you to be successful in the current climate and the current climate seems to be if you are the professional gamer or mm. twitch streamer that is where the money's at dog that's where the money's at but also that's where the you, well i mean i guess it's the same as sports it's like you'll never go probably play professional sports mm-hmm. if you're on a true. high school football team true, true. maybe you will but probably not um and yeah i guess that's i guess i'll just deal with it you know i guess it's like oh well you know you join it and you're like hey, what's weird though is like when you get older like you can be like okay cool i'll be a football coach or i'll do something yeah. else like that it's like i don't know if you could be a game, game i'll coach be... or like I'll be playing Counter Strike 1.6, I kids. I will be a hot, uh, Heroes of the Storm coach. In my old time, sure hope that MMO is around, or it hasn't gone the way of Infinite Crisis. Mm. Mm. Infinite Crisis. I was thinking about Infinite Crisis, and I realized that Arena Valor is just turning into Infinite Crisis because yeah, I was gonna say in it. they were just like, just put these characters in there. 
hey, you want Superman? Here you go. Here he you is. You can fight this weird, sexy vampire lady, I guess. I don't know. She's good. The one with yeah, the sickle? That yeah, was one of my fun. favorites when I was still playing the game. Uh, she's got that pull. I pop really in that good. game once in a while still. It's, it's still fun to, like, joke around on. I mean, the reason I loved that game was because I was fucking good at it <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah, not even that i was good at it it's just that like apparently Everyone's all these people that play it. phones don't know the basic concept well, here's the thing is i was thinking i was like i wonder if it's it can't be because they put like actual facebook pictures in everyone but mm-hmm. like remember how they did that PUBG thing yeah. where like the first time you play to put all those bots in You're and that was right. also that's also a 10 cent game mm-hmm. so i was like mm, does it do the same thing but they put maybe. facebook pictures on there which seems a little weird maybe they're really trying to trick you i mean you. some of them could be faked um but, like, yeah, I don't know. Because they're, they're pretty bad. But people yeah. are just bad, so I don't know. Yeah. Who I was going to say, like, the but, like, some of the people, like, when they're bad, it's like, oh, he's doing the, like, the cardinal mistakes of, like, somebody who doesn't understand how MOBAs work. Like, oh, I'm staying under I'm the gonna, thing too long. I'm going to dive the tower for no reason. Yeah. I'm going to engage in this team fight when I'm three levels under the fucking... Anyway, uh, our last story is kind of weird, and I just put it on there because I had never heard of this, and then oh, this it just got crazy. progressively wor- like weirder and weirder as I was reading. This story is crazy. So apparently there was a an, an organization, let's say, yep. calling themselves... <laughs> Bully Hunters. All right, this sounds good on paper. The name is cool. Uh, And they were, quote, in this Polygon story, uh, were to be a, uh, let's see, the the initiative was produced by a marketing agency, FCB Chicago, and was composed Mm. of an all-female organization made up of Counter-Strike global offensive players trying to raise awareness of in-game harassment. That sounds all well and good. Here it gets a little weird. The Bully mm-hmm. Hunters website described the collective as a vigilante hit squad <laughs> of elite female gamers. Stop already bullying. sending the hit already squad. Already red flags are going up. Yeah. Uh, especially when you have to mention that they're elite female gamers. Why can't they yeah. just be gamers, huh? Yeah. Also, elite gamers. Elite. They didn't even spell it the right way. <laughs> Who will enter CSGO games when called mm-hmm. upon? Uh, evaluate. Is it firing situ- an SOS flare? Like <laughs> evaluate this. Yeah, exactly. Evaluate the situation and take out an offending player if the case is determined to be severe enough. All right. So like, so they're just gonna be really good and dominate them in the game. Yes. Okay, first Supposedly. off, what if you get into the match and it's full? And you just can't do anything. <laughs> it's a full match. Like, you just sit there and go, well, I guess I'll just spectate and watch this person get harassed. Yeah. Uh, also, it's like, yeah, that's the thing. And so it's like, yeah, how do you know that this other, this person that's supposedly being a, a harasser stays in the match? There's so many things going on. There's just a lot of factors that could go wrong. So the idea right off the bat is flawed. Yes. Uh, and they had a debut live stream, which, according to this Polygon article, reportedly featured pre-recorded and staged gameplay footage. Uh, 
and specifically branded Steel Series headphones used for oh, charity yeah. giveaways. Mm-hmm. And this was this Thursday. Uh, immediately, people were being like, "What the fuck is this?" Even before like they actually yeah did anything. Uh. There's people, yeah, I was going to say, but before they even did anything, people were like, this idea sucks. Like, not only is it flawed, this, uh, people are saying, like, we'll do it, like, harassing a harasser isn't necessarily the best way to, like, uh, you know, discourage some, that type of behavior. Some because... people found some of the host's old, like, Twitter history and found, like, homophobic language and antagonizing people, and yeah. it's like, oh, cool. Uh, so these are great people. Um... <clears throat> yeah, but yeah, I think they think of like antagonizing is just another like that's not the way you deal with bullying is you're literally just escalating it. Yeah, it's kind of that. Do you? Re- I don't know if you ever saw this show. Uh, I think it was on MTV, but did you see it? it was I think it was called Bully Beatdown Mm-mm. or whatever, which was I didn't have cable. What's up? I didn't have cable. Oh, I didn't okay. have MTV. No, but I but I mean this was I feel like this was just prior to college. Oh really? Or I still like have cable. even like even like when I was in junior college. I can't remember. No. But the point of that thing was it was hosted by this MMA guy who actually ended up being a piece of shit, believe it or not. Um, uh, and he was like, you know, people would submit that they had a bully or whatever, and then they would take the kid, and then they would like put him in a match against a professional. MMA fighter and just have them get their ass kicked. And then afterwards it was just kind of like, all right, did you learn your lesson? And it's like, not really. I just now am really pissed at this guy. I was already bullying and probably I'm going to do worse. Yeah, exactly. You think that guy's going to stick around Uh, and protect him the whole time? Yeah, exactly. Andre Orlovsky is going to go back to the UFC He's not going to give a shit about this kid. Uh, but anyways, uh, so, yeah, so there's, there's just, a lot of st- just a lot of stuff happening here. People were talking about the whole Steel Series partnership and what the hell that was all about. Other sponsors are distancing themselves yeah. after they started hearing about this. Uh, um. And basically that led to... The first live stream of Bully Hunters being the last because the organization is shut down now. Yep. (laughs) It's completely shut down. Brandon Cook, uh, this updated story from Polygon, said Brandon Cook, FCB's global chief communications officer, told Polygon via email today that the Bully Hunters program has come to an end. So this is just... See, this is kind of the weird... Like, this is that weird period of where, I mean, we're already in there, but like, it's definitely that weird period. And you feel it of live streaming and Twitch streaming where it's like, or big organizations are getting their hands on it and saying, how do we make money or how do we like pull a gimmick from this where we can make money or whatever? Like you see it obviously with like celebs basically being paid money to like stream a game or being given like footage and being like pretend you're streaming this game or whatever, you know, like that. It's one of those, I think it's one of those things where it's like the marketers wanted to make money, you know, they want to make some money off this and mm-hmm. they thought, okay, how do, what makes a lot of money? 
charity. Okay, how do we do charity? Well, we'll get all these people on this great cause of stopping online bullying, which everyone can get behind. Mm -hmm. And we're going to get all these people, and we're going to try to do the worst idea possible with them. (laughs) And, And they tried doing it, and I think just because... Their goals were about money and like, okay, we're going to put some sponsors in here. We're going to get all these people to, to raise money for this. You know, who knows about what's going on with that money. And it's all just going to blow up in their face because their heart's not in it. You know, it's, yeah, it's exactly. a bunch of people they They're... just found and it didn't, it seemed, it was from a marketing company. And that's like, oh, they probably put that together real fast. Mm-hmm. It was like, isn't this great? Look at it. And on paper, it's like, yeah, that seems cool. But then if you really look at it, if you're, you know, deep in the space, uh, like uh, for, I'm reading a little bit more and that one uh, host, uh, I believe, name was Casanova okay um who was saying the bad you know the homophobic slur and all that stuff on Twitter um you know apparently like she joined this because she had a lot of harassment against her at a lot of points Mm -hmm. and you know she says I'm not a perfect person I've said some things I regret and I'm very sorry for that blah 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 but now I've never received this much hate and harassment in my life ever since doing this live stream Mm -hmm. because people are just going through and picking stuff apart and doing all those things it's like as soon as you get someone to stop the bullies, more bullies show up because they're like, oh, we got a bigger threat to take down. It's like, like you said, it's antagonizing. It's just a circle, man. It's just mm-hmm. feeding, feeding fuel to the fire. Don't never feed the trolls. And anything with like bully hunters is just feeding the trolls. But man, it's just, it was just a wild story reading it's this. And the, it's, uh, we skipped over a lot. But a, if you want to read it, you can go to our uh, podcast posts on this and it'll yeah, have link a lot. to that. Because it's a pretty in-depth story. There's a lot of ins and outs we obviously didn't cover, but it's a... Um... Oh, man, Matt's in the chat. Hey, Matt, what's up, Matt? Oh, How's shit. it going? I haven't even checked on the he chat. Says, he's, he says, Ricardo's in space, same title as last week. Yes, it is, but you know what? It's a perfectly great title, and we still don't allow racial slurs here. No Please racial respect. slurs. Please respect. And he says aloha, and we will say hang loose, brother. And that's it. No ice. Uh, so yeah, that's. I think that's it for the news. I think we're off, we're off the news now. Yeah, I think we um, are. Which means, oh shit, how's this working with me hosting it? Normally, um, I wait for somebody to say it. Yeah, it's kind of weird to like. You can't just say it yourself. That's no, weird. I can't just. Yeah. That's but weird. we're moving. I'll I'll say. You know, okay. we're moving on to uh, what we call the trailer trash. Trailer trash. There you go. Pixar fan. Get it done. Mm, Pixar fest. Yep. What'd you do? What'd you eat at Pixar Fest? This what did I do? Disneyland. Yeah, what did you do? Did I, you see a parade that's exactly the same as the last I Pixar parade? I haven't seen the parade yet. I actually, no. I'm not big parade guy. I don't like parades either. They're kind of boring. I'm just like, you know, yeah, like, that's the thing is, like, it's cool. Like, that's the thing. It's cool to see when you're, like, walking by. Yeah. You're like, oh, cool. That floats cool. But, like, if I had to, first of all, wait for the parade to start, which... For this one, people were camped out like, oh yeah, especially forever. Um, and then and then be like, okay, here comes the float, here comes. All right, here it is. See it, yeah, see it. Still the float. All right, there it goes. Here comes the next one. It's still coming. Here it's like, just too much waiting around, man. It's too much waiting around. And it, it, uh, yeah, it's not like fireworks where they just appear in front of you or like yeah. phantasmic where it's like, oh, this is a show that just happens and you're constantly entertained mm-hmm. the whole time. Yeah, it's, it's, I usually, I've seen like person. some of the like night ones, like the night, like the light up ones and Hate the and night. like, that's cool. And then I'm like, I probably don't need to sit through a whole I don't need to see this ever again um, in my life, but thank you for showing it to me. But yeah, 
it was pretty packed when we went, so I just, we went to Disneyland, my buddy Albert, he really wanted the Woody's boot thing, cup, okay, from the Golden Horseshoe, so we went immediately there so he could get it, and then we went on a couple rides, we ate at the, the hastily put together, uh, Pizza Planet over Pizza Port. I like that Pizza Planet, I think yeah. it's, I think... I like the little like man out front that has a little yeah the little the thing the the, 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 the middle, uh, middle man yeah that that's pretty pretty good like there like there's some nice elements had the and che- they put a lot of new 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 food in there had, had the cheeseburger pizza the cheeseburger pizza is good that was real good I was like it's, this looks gross I can't wait to eat it and then I was like this is actually it's a cheeseburger good. <laughs> yeah. this is actually good uh, and then I had that alien parfait which was good. But let's just say it uh, colored my insides. Let's say. Oh. oh. So like for the le- <laughs> that for the for for days after that. Okay. There were some uh, not so. Great some other surprises. aliens coming out of you. Yeah, huh? that was a little unnerving. I was like, just what is it? What was in that thing? And but, that's why you're in space right now. Yes. That's why you have the space background going. I'm the I'm a outdated meme. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, still, I still like that meme. People who can are only hearing this audio. Um, I've set up my sheets, or excuse me, my comforter for my bed as my backdrop as I sit on the floor. And so it looks like a. You're sitting in a chair. Of, You're not sitting on a floor. It's yeah, like well, I mean, chair, I'm though. on a chair on the floor. Shut up. Well, every chair chairs is on are. The floor. Yes. No, your chair is on <laughs> risers, obviously. No. Just... Totally. Anyway, the, the trailer trash. Let's get to it. Tennis. All right, let's get to the trailer trash. This is a game about, um, what is this a game tennis. about? Uh, <laughs> tennis. What's tennis. About tennis. Tennis. <laughs> I lost it. This is a game about, hmm, what is the, what's the subtext of this game? Well, I don't tennis. understand. What's the meaning? It's, it's literally hmm. fucking tennis. It's, uh, yep, it's tennis. You got your motion tracked hands. You play some tennis. You move forward and backwards. Yeah, and you it's hit a VR balls. tennis game. This is Dream Match Tennis VR. In my dreams, everyone on the side, I, mean, I, want, a, I want a half-filled stadium so I don't get too much social anxiety. <laughs> yeah, I, think, I think that was, the, <laughs> that was the, the goofiest part of this is that, like, it's a pretty straight-laced tennis game. Like, it seems, it's actually, it seems fairly comp from this from this uh trailer it seems like a pretty competent the physics tennis, are good se- like tennis sim um so that seems pretty cool but you're playing on this tennis court like in a stadium but there is like it is like you're worse than like your high school's basketball like your last place high bad. school's basketball team in terms of turnout bad. there is like 20 people in the stands scattered around and it's just like if this is really dream match tennis vr why am i not playing in front of like a packed crowd like what the hell is going on here yeah man right? I feel the rush of the crowd and all that stuff you know yeah, also I like i feel like in this trailer they like accidentally left footage in because the music cuts off it's just like random footage of them playing yeah it's like i was it it's like he's about to serve and I'm like waiting for them, like for the serve, because I'm like, oh, is he gonna? He's gonna like make an ace, and that's gonna be like the end of the trailer. Kind of weird because they did cut off the music, so now you're just like looking at this the raw like gameplay footage. 
but then it just kind of fades to white and shows the really great uh, 1992 uh, graphic design logo of this uh, game. And that's how it ends. I kind of like the logo. It's kind of grown on me how like weird it is. <laughs> like it's so out of date. It's kind of good. It's I weird. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I like you it. You would see this on the shelf next to Mist. Yeah. And if this game was like five bucks, I might play it. I don't know. It looks kind of competent. Yeah. It's like, tennis. Right. It is tennis. It's, it's tennis. What are you gonna do? Uh, next we had I hope. What do like, you hope for? It's like I robot, like the Will Smith one. <laughs> I robot. But. <laughs> but it's I Forgot hope that movie. instead. Um, Remember the thing is still do that where they put I in front of everything thanks to Apple naming one thing that and they still are like mm-hmm. now it's like if you see I in front of anything it's like that's a cheap rip off like that well that where it's like the or what they're doing it here and that is they're trying to evoke some kind of emotion by being like, like I, I comma word. Being yeah. Like you think it's commercialism, but it's not. It's just <laughs> lazy writing. No, I'm joking. Um, this is this... an indie game. This is an indie ass indie game. Indie ass indie game. It looks. I'm not quite sure what exactly the gameplay is here. There seems to be like some platforming and puzzle it's solving. Like Darksiders. You play sort as a of small thing. girl. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's, that's what a girl. you do. You play as a small. Baby girl, girl character, <laughs> character, mouse. The only, the only actual like plot, deep plot details that it tells in this game is that you're the the evil entity is called cancer in quotes. Cancer, cancer. And I'm like, I don't know if that's supposed to be thought provoking or like, a statement. Oh man. Is she fighting against cancer, and that's her fight? Yeah, and is this she's got just have on hope. I don't know. I I have no idea. Or is it like cancer meant to evoke the zodiac crab sign that I share? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, I, probably not. But probably not. You know, you but you become know. hope. But I. It says inspiring, so maybe it has something powerful. Maybe it probably has that double meaning where it is literal cancer. World of Demons. This is a great name for a game. World of Demons. World of Demons. Isn't that just, you know, life right now? <laughs> isn't that just the world in 2018? A world, world of, of demons. demons already here. You don't have to wait for it to be released. Platinum. It's published by Platinum. Published by Platinum. <laughs> but They're where are they publishing? They're publishing a mobile game because that's what this is. This is an it's, iOS and Andro- soon to be on Android. It's so- yeah. Soon to be on iOS, later to be on Android. Yes. Uh, uh, it has an art style like Okami, basically. Yeah. It just looks like Okami to me, which is cool. Like, that's a great art style. It is a great uh, art style. all old school Japanese uh, demon mythology type stuff, which it, looks pretty cool. It looks like a... It looks like it's potentially like a very simple hack and slash style game, which it, I suppose it would have to be as it is uh, on phones. But yeah. also, you know, 
it's on phones. So yeah, I don't know how I feel. I was actually totally like, this game looks sick. I'm totally excited to play it on mm-hmm. my Switch because that's why the graphics look weird, right? Yeah, definitely. It's running on like a tablet or something, right? Like a tablet processor like the Switch. So that's why it looks weird like this. Right? Oh. No. Oh, it's, it's going on my phone. Okay. That's, it that's is fine. on your phone. By Denna. Some company named Denna is developing it. Um, but I, I still want to check it out. I, I, yeah, I, I'm curious see to see about. how they translate that. Except Pat, Platinum is like, I mean, they're just publishing it, so it could be trash. I mean, their in-house stuff has also not been the greatest track record, unless it's like Bayonetta or. Listen, Bayonetta. <laughs> st- stop talking, Smash idiots. <laughs> Kami is gonna fucking get pissed if you talk about Bayonetta and Smash Brothers or Nintendo things anymore. He's gonna get pissed at you, and then he's not gonna make Bayonetta. 3. He's gonna make it real hard to make Bayonetta three. Which again, you know? I to reiterate, I wish that was just a joke. I was saying, but no, he literally said he was gonna maybe not make Bayonetta. I'm gonna 3. threaten my game, that game that I was lucky to make the second one for. Indeed. Uh, Nintendo somehow came in and was like, we'll make this. Okay. Hey, Lightfall, this is a 17-second trailer. That's it. <laughs> it's super short. <laughs> I feel like we've seen it before, but we've only seen, like, one second of it. Yeah, so, so we can't, can't confirm. Tell. Can't confirm because <laughs> there's literally nothing to go on in this trailer. Because it's, like, ten, it's, it's like it it's, feels hey, it's less out. than you get 17 seconds. Get it on your Switch, get it on Steam. There you go. There you go. Get it. There Lightfall. You go. Lightfall. Maybe you want to play it. Can't tell from this trailer. Uh, <laughs> Dusty, Raging. Fist. That's those are three words I like, and they're all in one sentence. Yeah. Title. So, <laughs> this is furry beaten, furry beat 'em up. That's what this is. You play as furry an- beat 'em up, anthropomorphic, uh, animals in a beat 'em up game, which has a pretty cool art style. I mean, I suppose that's kind of at this point, if you're making a beat 'em up game, that's kind of what you have to strive for. Mm-hmm. Cool, tight mechanics and a cool art style. And they I got mean, the art style. We'll see how the mechanics are. It looks cool. I like it. It does look it's, really cool. I th- it's available now on PS4. It is available now. I feel like it's. I, I didn't get why the name was that from the trailer, but maybe. No, it's like the whole trailer ends and then it comes up with the title again. You're like, oh, that is just Dusty Raging Fist. It just appears. And it's like, this yeah. is anthropomorphic animals beating each other up. Like, why that's cool. They but call why? it furry raging fist, probably because that's like <laughs> probably because that would probably draw the ire. You don't wanna, you don't wanna search for furry raging fist on <laughs> your <laughs> on your favorite search engine, or you might get some undesirable results, or maybe desirable results. Or maybe I'm desirable not here to results. tell you how you live your life or what you're into. Um, it would definitely skew your search results in an. I would say direction. don't do, look that up at work. But I mean, I guess in your time that you want to your but yourself, you, you can feel free to do it. You know, you can even look it up at work. Who might I tell you what to do? I suppose, yeah. I recommend against it, but you know. Yeah, if, I mean, if, ultimately, we're not here to tell you anything except please respect. <laughs> and no <laughs> racial slurs. And no racial slurs. Please. For streaming here. Yes. Uh. Last but not least, we got Kingdom Hearts three. This is called the Classic Kingdom. And I had no trailer. idea what to expect from this trailer. And it's like, hey, do you like Game and Watch? Yes. Yes. Do you like 
Sora and Mickey Mouse and Minnie in Game & Watch? I mean, I've never experienced that, but maybe? Now you can. Here is a crazy thing where you're going to play these in-game Game & Watch type games, which actually look pretty cool. Honestly. Yeah, I'll be honest, like they look pretty awesome. That's the thing is like it's 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 a game within a game, but it seems very faithful to that style of game. Like they're not really like fudging it in any way that a Game & Watch game or a Tiger Electronics game couldn't be like that. It's just like it's it's kind of a weird bizarre addition. But it was really neat from this. I like how trailer. they all have like they have like they show four different games and some of them are called like what do we got here? We got we got the the barnyard battle, which is that's mm-hmm. yeah, all right. We got the carnival kid with a K, which is a pretty good name. You got giant land. Which, giant I don't land. Know, my favorite one is musical farmer, which is just like mm-hmm. you have to get eggs and drop them off. Gotta get them eggs. And my uh, favorite one was the one that looked like it was sort of like diet. You could tell me what the title of this one was. Was it was kind of like a diner dash or a or, or like a like oh, yeah, an overcooked style where it's like it's like Goofy and Donald are there and they're like I want the banana and the orange and then you had to get the banana and the orange and give it to the right person and it's like this person wants a banana and the orange and the apple you gotta get it to the right person or whatever. Yeah, uh, you know I was thinking this would be a really great loading screen game. Like, yeah, you know, but you know what? No one does loading screen games, even though that like copyright's been taken off. Like no one sees you doing that anymore, <sighs> or at all. I guess they just never learned. They probably like never learned to develop it. it was just like, yeah, let's not bother with putting those in. Yeah, <laughs> let's just... yeah. So I don't know how these are gonna play into the game. It seems like uh, Sora, you know, gets these games at at, the su- at some at some point in the game. Maybe it's like a a minor sub quest line that gives you something at the end if it's like you beat all these classic games it's a good job here's your keyblade it looks like a game, game and watch, watch. sprite <laughs> in when you use it uh that'd be cool have fun kids but yeah, yeah. the thing is is like I, I i did actually look at some of the comments and stuff from this video and people are like is anybody who is playing Kingdom Hearts even know what this is, like, supposed to be referencing? <laughs> I feel like people who really like Kingdom Hearts came, like, a couple years, like, are always born, like, a couple years before me. Like, yeah. not many, like, two or three years before me. Speaking of which, Kingdom Hearts. To, to not completely derail the the, the trailer trash, but did, I know you were playing some Kingdom mm-hmm. Hearts. Are you still playing Kingdom Still am. Uh, slowly but surely I pop in and, and get mad at how ridiculous that game is. Um, and it's you're still on one, right? Yeah, I'm still on one. I have not beaten it. Gotcha. Um, that game is long. I yeah. In the mm-hmm. um, under the sea part in Ariel's land. I don't know how far that is. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, um, that part is really good in two. Oh, really? It's really good. Oh, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't like this too. I don't, so I don't, you know, it. if you finish right. one and you're like, I can't get enough. Can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait to keep hearing under the sea theme over and over and over and over again. Uh, that game. That game's fine. I I see why people like it, but I don't think they're very great games. I think they're like the most. Yeah, it's a lot of. It's a lot of. It gets a lot of mileage out of its out of its charm and it really its does. nostalgia. And 
but then when you kind of like boil down not only the the mechanics of but also like actually how a lot of this stuff is portrayed in the game's engine and stuff it's like this is cut this is Kind of a silly, this is it's, kind of a silly game. Like this is really that great. Like they I've, could probably I, could have done a bit better job doing this. I'm just surprised I made it at all. Like the fact Kingdom Hearts exists as a as a thing, mm-hmm. it still like blows my mind. So just playing it, it's like I'm playing this thing that should never have happened, but there is massive fan base around it. The only thing about Kingdom Hearts that I'm that frustrates me is that there is absolutely no acknowledging of it at Disneyland. <laughs> like yeah, you're right. Absolutely no. We only care about it's at Disneyland. At Disneyland, that's true. That's a good they're point. just like it's like a weird thing that they're just doing on the side. Yeah, and they're like, don't think too. It much would be about weird if they start seeing like Keyblades and stuff, and they would be like, what? There'd probably be some people like, what's this Keyblade I mean, doing here? You definitely here? see like tons of people with like heartless shirts on and stuff oh, yeah, at Disneyland. It's like I'm, I identify with Riku. Oh, God, no, <laughs> please don't identify. But which hey. Oh. You know what? That's fine. Identify That's fine. with Riku. You're right. Look, we're not here. Riku's to... a terrible character, but you know what? You do you. You know Just what, you man? Know. Is he a terrible character? I don't know. I've only played like In part of two. Uh, <laughs> Who knows? Anyways, what wins this week's trailer trash? Uh, what wins this week's trailer trash is clearly the Kingdom Hearts trailer. You know what? I would probably agree i feel like it wasn't a strong week it was but not that a strong was week. also a pretty solid trailer with a nice that, little surprise in it so I'd it's say a cool Kingdom trailer Hearts. i think i think especially when you look at it and go hmm sure bet this isn't gonna be interesting or it's gonna show like a land that's like oh no we're showing off this weird game it's like oh this is yeah. way cooler than i thought it would be so uh yeah oh, i was gonna do it but whatever you can do it anyway that's going to wrap it up for this week's edition of the Pixel Podcast. Uh, I, w- I wish I had an accurate information in terms of when Matt was going to be back to say, Matt, Matt will be back next week. He'll I think probably he will be. be. Back. He'll, probably He'll probably be back be. next week. I'll probably be missing some week in the middle here as I finish up the move and I whatnot. Will be, I will be missing one, a couple... Uh, in a few weeks here, I'll be missing two. Listen, so, you know, we're basically, we're telling you this is the last episode. This is the last podcast. I'm going to tell you it here. I'm going to tell you live. It's going to um, be done. Sorry about that. No, uh, it's not. So what we want you to do, if you yeah. listened this far and you enjoyed it, mm-hmm. make sure that you're subscribed on the iTunes. I'm sure yeah. somebody's reading that algorithm and seeing how decent or poorly <laughs> we're doing on there. I don't know. If you want to, leave a review. It doesn't have to be five stars. You can tell us we fucking suck. I don't care really that much. <laughs> just show us I'm some just, stuff. Yeah, just interact with us, please. Let us know you're out there. <laughs> Follow us on Facebook. If you still have your Facebook and you haven't deactivated it because Mark, the Zuck's trying to steal all your shit from the there. The Zuck's. The Zuck is trying to give you the Zuck. He's um, trying to give you the Zuck. <laughs> uh, if you're on there... Search for Pixel Legends. We're going to be the one with the turquoise logo. I think there's some other ones on there. We're Pixel Legends with the turquoise square logo on there. Follow us. Uh, If you are braving the hellscape of Twitter, go uh, to at Pixel underscore Legends. 
And you can find us there. If you're watching us here on Twitch, you've already found us. Please give us a follow thing on there. Maybe someday they'll give us an affiliate status. Probably not because I don't think we stream enough on this channel. But whatever, man. We're just trying to make that money. Just hey, man. Like every we're just trying to make else. that scrilla. Yeah, trying to get by. You uh, know, I'm going to... Yeah? I'm going to definitely uh, do some streaming pretty, uh, pretty soon. Here. Ethan's going to do some streaming. I've been meaning to do streaming, but I am also very stressed and anxious <laughs> right Why? now. Why? I don't I, understand. Your backdrop makes you seem so cool and chill, not like I you're know, in the void of but space. No, again, it's I'm about to like have a panic attack and then it's gonna go. <laughs> uh yeah, I've been meaning to stream. I probably won't be before May fifth, because that's when I'm moving and stuff. Uh, welcome so. back stream. So we'll probably stream after that. Maybe some Monster Hunter. Maybe something else stupid. Who the fuck knows? Ethan will probably stream something funny. Or maybe he'll just be like, remember that one time when you were like streaming Hearthstone? And it was like, man, this is pretty cool. And then you never streamed Hearthstone again. Do you remember that? I do remember that. <laughs> I might stream Hearthstone again. I don't know. People liked it, I guess. It was a very popular stream. Either I just like playing random games and playing them for people. I don't know. Either way... Pixel underscore legends is our feed on Twitch. Uh, you can also, we'll also be broadcasting when any of us is streaming. So make sure to follow everybody. Give some, everybody some love that is going to about do it for this week. Ethan, thank you for joining yeah. me on this journey. Well, thank you for joining me. Uh, thank everybody out there for joining us. I don't know if there's anybody in the chat, but if you're listening right now on your mobile device right next to your World of Demons application, uh, thank you too. And uh, we will be back soon with more Pixel Podcast goodness for your little ear bits. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Ah! Ah!